So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So this one's gonna be about a new or another actually James Clear article and this episode is gonna be pre-recorded or it is pre-recorded so I don't know when I'm going to post it or when I'm going to upload it so yeah sorry when nothing is quite up to date or something. (laughs) But yeah hello welcome back to next episode of the self-development with tactics fucking podcast and i'm pretty fucking pumped to be here i'm just pretty much on time like i'm just yeah timing is pretty great today it's quite 8 p.m therefore yeah now it's a little bit better um okay (laughs) gonna just have to wait until my tv is turned off because this is actually the um the power supply for this little lamp that's in front of me. I'm gonna just wait a few seconds and you hear just, yeah, this little sound from the TV itself turning itself off or on actually. But yeah, I hope you're doing fine. I hope you're doing very, very good. I hope everything is okay. And I guess I'm gonna make the window once again a little smaller Because I don't know, sometimes I feel like, okay, it's good when I see myself, it is good when I just see what I'm doing there, if I'm in the frame, if I'm not in the frame, but I can still see it in a very, very tiny kind of just preview thing. Hello, me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Um, So, today's topic is actually not such a funny topic, but I still think it is well, funny, like, it is honest, and and it's really kind of serious, yeah, this is the word that I searched for, actually, it is very serious, but I still think it's just really valuable to a lot of people, so I still think that it could really give you something, and it really could also give me something, so yeah, I just have to see whether, yeah, so as you can see, on the left side of the screen, we are going ahead with, or we are actually starting with the top life regrets of dying hospital patients, you know, this is quite a hard one, but it is actually one that I've seen quite often on the jamesclear.com website, and I found it is very interesting, and um, I assume that a lot of them just talk about things they haven't done, because often it's the case that we kind of regret the things, so we kind of, yeah, practically regret the things that we haven't done, and not the things that we did do. For sure, you know, if you've done something just really fucked up, you're gonna regret it, and it's it's not gonna be that nice. Just by the way, um, I see at the time or at the moment that I'm using 32.9% of my of my CPU. Um, this episode's gonna have just different recording settings again because um, the last episode was, was fairly large. You know, it was just below 30 minutes. It was 29 minutes and 30 seconds or something, and it had 4.9, uh, 4.5 gigabyte. By the way, I should just really check whether I have enough space or not. This should work. The thing is, I just dropped it down to the uh, kind of or to the amount of bitrate I had before, um, just because you know I particularly don't think that it had such a great impact on it. It had some impact. I kind of felt this way. I don't actually know, but I feel this way. 
but um, I do not want to handle such big files, you know, and this is the kind of downside of it, the downside of actually having just the highest quality quality possible. And still, um, I haven't been recording with the kind of recommended settings or recommended bitrate, which would be 40,000. I'm at the time now using 15,000. And a lot of people just suggest, okay, use 40,000, you know, you get the best quality when you're using this. I don't know, this might be the truth, but, you know, if you record 30-minute episodes, you're gonna have, I don't know, 20 gigabyte files, which is fairly a lot, you know, and which is quite, quite a little bit too much for me, to be honest. But yeah, so the top, the top life regret or to, the top life regret of dying hospital patients. This episode, um, I actually wanted to make it somehow different, to actually go through the text at first and then talk about it so that I can talk a little bit more. Um, maybe I won't go through everything there is. Maybe wanna, yeah, I think, yeah, never mind. I just go ahead. So Bronnie Ware is a nurse in Australia. She has spent more than a decade consoling or concealing. I think it's concealing, concealing dying people. Over the time span, she began recording the top regrets that people have on their deathbed. After 12 years, she concluded that the most common regret of all was this. And now there's a quote. I wish I would have the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life of others expected of me. So I'm going to read it again. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Which sounds a bit pretty hard, I guess. Um, but I do assume that this just is the most common one. And I do also assume that this is already a regret some people do have during their lifetime. Just thought there was just, you know, something uh, going on there because it looked so kind of red or something. But I kind of believe this, you know, the thing that I think we humans often have is that we just care way too much about what other people think of us and what other people say about us, you know, behind our backs, in front of our backs <laughs> or in front of us. I do think we just often care way too much about what they say. And and I myself do it as well, somehow. And I'm, I'm just really trying to somehow change this. Just I'm really actively trying to change this because I see, okay, it shouldn't be the case. You know, I should really do the things that I enjoy, that I want to do, and I shouldn't care about what anybody's thinking of me while I'm doing these things. Um, the best example would actually be maybe flogging or the whole flogging stuff. You know, just running around through your town where everybody just, well, you know, I'm not living in a pretty big town. Like, I think it's, it's 18,000 people there, which is definitely not a lot. You know, it's just quite a small amount of people, but... Um, but the thing is, so because of this, the thing is that, you know, you you know people and people know you. Just, or I assume it is the case. You know, some people I do really not know and some people I just really know because they're my friends or these are just people I went to school with or something like this. So um, just as a dad, people just see you. And I do not want to run around with my camera or with a camera in front of my fucking face when everybody there fucking knows me. And this is just something that bothers me quite because I don't know, you know, I want to do the shit that I feel like doing, but um, without actually caring about what anybody's thinking of me. But it's just, I think, the most extreme example. Most of the time, I really just also consciously then do things just to break that pattern or to break that kind of thinking. 
But yeah, let's go ahead. So why is this such a common dying regret at the end of our lives? And how can you make sure that you don't end up feeling the same way? How to be courageous and avoid the biggest regret? If you're reading this website, then you probably have the power to make decisions in your daily life. And I, <laughs> I hope you do have the power. I hope you are alive. So it's, it is rare that we are actually forced to live in a way that we don't want to live, thankfully. But somehow many of us still end up wishing we had lived in a way that was more truthful or more true to ourselves. So here's why I believe this happens. And I truly think so as well. You know, I just, I, I really don't know why I'm assuming this, but, well, it could be because of the reason that, you know, we just care about stupid things that, you know, other people just say to us or what other people think about us. But, but I don't know. I assume that there are way more people that are actually trying to give a fuck about what anybody's saying just besides me, I guess. The thing there is, well, was it, was, what is it then? Like, is it because, you know, we often just live life and we get in certain kind of situations in our life? Like, for example, you know, we are becoming parents and this is then it for our life for just quite a long time. 30 years, 20 years, something like this. You know, it's just a lot of time that you're somehow, I do not want to say losing because I think having kids and then having your own children is something completely special and it's something extremely nice. Um, I assume, you know, I... I think I do not want to have kids, you know, until being 40 or something, because I want to do my stuff, like, this is my kind of concern, maybe, but, um, well, I don't know, I think we just put ourselves in certain situations where there is no kind of alternative, like, when you're having kids, you can't do anything you've, you've been able, you, you have been able to do when you were younger, like, it's, it's just not the same. Or when you had no kids. You know, it's just not the same. I think there is there's just no debate about that, but but it might be also just through some life partners you had or some relationships you had that were tox toxic. Or I think just most of the time it comes up to kind of losing a lot of time, isn't it? Because you know well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume, I'm just thinking, I'm just really trying to get everything out of my head that I'm kind of thinking, kind of assuming, so that maybe it helps you, I don't fucking know, really, you know, it could help you just to get a new thought or get a new way of thinking through which you can get to, to just very different result or just a very maybe true result for um, why this might be the case for you, but yeah. So anytime I find myself feeling stuck in neutral, it is usually the result of not having a clear target. I find myself doing work without defining what the work should actually be or hoping for a change result without determining the underlying actions that would lead to it. In other words, I'm not being clear about what I care about and how I can get there. More on this in a moment. Here's the result. If you never draw a line in the sand and clarify what is really important to you, then you will end up doing what's expected of you. And I, I, you know, this is actually something that I actually wanted to say. Like we put ourselves in a situation where we just do not do or we are not able to do that we are willing to do. Um, or we don't just clarify it, clarify that, 
clarify it. <laughs> so we basically just maybe don't think about it as much as we should be. Maybe we just kind of living life. This was this was exactly what I think about. What I was thinking about. We are living life and we somehow forget time somehow and we're living and we're living and we're living and then we are when we are 80 90 100 or something and we're living or just laying down in the bed just i don't know a few minutes before we die it must actually be well like just just what i'm assuming right now or what i'm thinking right now is okay you know you're lying in your bed all the people around you are your friends your family and whatsoever well you know, how does it feel, you know, if you just sleep and then you're gone, like, you sleep in and then you're gone, you're basically dead, like, well, you know, is there a pain, is there some, some sort of kind of weird feeling you're having, or something, but never mind, but I kind of feel like that often it is really like, because we live just our lives, without actually clarifying where we want to go, what our goals are, what our values are, what we should just really focus on and all those things. We're just living life in, in any way possible. And or in just the way that is just there. Like we're just living. And and I don't know how you feel about the time you've been on this planet or you've you've been on here or in here. You know, I'm 18 right now. And you know, it feels like just a snap. It really feels like this. In the macro. The micro, of course, so every year that I'm just kind of consciously going through and every month and every week, it has some time period to it. So it has some time span to it and it feels differently. Like for sure, a year is long at my point of view. But if you think about at least just, you know, this is what I think about right now. If I just look back at the 80 year, 18 years that I had, it really feels like nothing. It really does, you know. I don't know, like, I think this is just what he's saying, he's saying, or what he's talking about, that we just live life without actually having clear goals, without, you know, drawing the line that he's talking about, and whatsoever. Um, we are not sure what we really want, and so we do what we think other people want. The gray areas in life usually arise when we haven't decided what we believe. This is the position I think we all find ourselves in from time to time. And it's one reason why I think many of us end up living the life others expect us to live instead of a life that is true to ourselves. I think often about how I can get better at living with purpose and how I can live an important life instead of an urgent one. When it comes to being clear about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, I like to use a technique that, is, that I call the bull's eye method. And now we're going ahead with the bull's eye method. I really like... You know, I really don't don't know why I like his stories. Well, I, th I think I just like his article so much because he's usually including some stories. And I like stories in, in books and I like stories in articles. It seems to be the case. Um, even though it is that story, I don't know. Like, it began with a story with uh, the, the nurse, actually. But yeah. So the bull's eye method. A skillful archer ought first to know the mark he aims at, and then, and then apply his hand, his bow, his string, his arrow, and his motion accordingly. Our counsels, is it counsels? Uh, he no longer came to me for counsel, advice, guidance. I guess so. Our counsels 
councils go astray because they are not rightly addressed and have no fixed end. No mind works, no wind works for the man that has no intent post to sail towards. From Michel de Motonne. Or Moton. It's actually French, so it's uh, Michael without. No, it's Michel or Michel. I think it's Michel. The or the uh, Montagna, which is actually like mountain, I guess. Like mountain or. Was it, what is it in, in Italian? Montagna or Montagno? Montagna? Something like this. So it's definitely French. Uh, the quote above essentially says, if you didn't know where the target was located, you would never fire an arrow and expect to hit the bullseye. Well, you know, I actually, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't get the fucking quote. Like, I'm, I'm really doing myself hard with actually kind of understanding really kind of old sounding texts, I guess. But now it's clear. Like, if... Uh, if you didn't know where the target was located, you will never fire an arrow and expect to hit the bullseye. Which is, I think, apparently pretty true. Like, if you don't know where the target is, you first of all do not know whether there is one or not. But if you don't know where the target is, you're not gonna shoot a fucking arrow. Unless you have just a, a ton of arrows and so much that you can somehow be like, okay, you know, I can just, you know, try my luck and shoot somewhere. I don't care whether there's a target or not, because I have so many fucking arrows. Could be the case, but I assume that it is not often the case. <laughs> and yet, we often live our lives this way. We wake up and face the world day after day. We keep firing arrows, but we are focused on everything expect the bullseye. Um, something that I'm quite thinking about right now is that I've been also living this way or living my life this way for quite some time I guess and I especially feel it when I'm when I'm when I'm having holidays actually and especially in my big summer holidays where I do have um, I think nine weeks off it is I think or is it eight weeks no I think it's actually nine weeks so nine weeks I basically can do whatever I want I don't have school I basically have holidays um Sometimes we go on vacation, um, at the time, you know, I just, I could go on vacation with my parents and with my family and whatsoever, but I don't do it. Um, just, I don't know. <laughs> um, but this, uh, this vacation or this holiday, uh, I again have to, uh, have to attend my internship, I hope at least, and, and yeah, yeah, like, the thing is, you just wake up, do quite, you know, every single day you're doing the same fucking shit. Like, for me, uh, I think two years ago, I think this would be the best example. I just got up, you know, sit there, maybe played some video games. Then I've eaten something. Then I just, you know, watched some, some YouTube or something. Then I just, you know, got on my bike and just rode it somewhere. And that was it. Like, I, I rode it um, until I was tired. Then I came home, showered, I've eaten something, made myself a smoothie, which is actually, or what, which was the case quite often. I've pretty much enjoyed it. And then I just, you know, watched a few, you know, other videos and then I went to bed. And when you're doing this every single day, like day after day after day, it really feels like, well, you know, 
it really feels like there's no goal or there's no quite purpose maybe um it just feels like okay you're doing just the same fucking shit every single day and you're just doing it and i think after two months or something i just got bored of it and then you know then there are certain periods of time where i'm just really getting pissed off <laughs> by what i'm doing every single day which is then fucked up which is then the time to change things up so for example if you want to get in shape then the bullseye is to become the type of person who never misses a workout that's on target and yet many of us spend our time looking for a stronger bow which is a workout program or a better arrow a diet plan or a tighter string which are the running shoes. Those things matter, but none of them serve you if you're not firing arrows in the right direction, which makes sense and which is just a really great metaphor. The bullseye method ignores the things we typically typically focus on like tactics, resources or tools. Instead, it, instead it focuses on the identity or on the uh, identity and location of the bullseye. It forces us to be clear about what we really want from life. In other words, forget about how, uh, how you want to perform or what you want to look like. A bullseye is not gain 10 pounds of muscle or build a successful business. The bullseye is living a life that's on target. It's having a purpose and a clear direction for the actions you will take. And I'm just, I'm just really glad that he's also using the word purpose as well. Because you know, it really shows me, okay, I'm kind of thinking the same way. I'm kind of thinking the right direction. Ha ha ha. <laughs> But I think I just I just know it, you know, and you I think you just know it as well. You know, when you're just living life and day after day you're doing the same shit. And I truly think it is actually the case for a lot of people, you know, because they're working on something that I that is not challenging them, that is not quite, you know, so much fun for them as it could be, and various other reasons, I guess. Um or they just do the same fucking shit every single day. This might also be a reason or Another reason why you should maybe change up things from time to time, um, which, for example, helps me, for example, for example, <laughs> um, to feel better. You know, when I notice, okay, I'm just, you know, working too much or I'm doing this too much, then I should theoretically just change up the pattern and everything is good. Just go outside, go something and eat, and leave the place often actually. And something like this. So just changing up the pattern. Um, what type of person do you want to become? What type of values do you want to stand for? And which actions do you want to become your habits? The only way to live a life that is true to you is to have a purpose to organize your life around. Where is your bullseye located? Uh, what have you always wanted for yourself? And I before I just move ahead because I just had to see whether it's just you know a bit uh a bit longer than I assumed or something or it's just well it's just some something I'm sorry something to go um I think purpose in life um as Viktor Frankl for example and uh, the author of Man's Search for Meaning already pointed out is that 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 you gotta have purpose in life, and uh, if you don't, Viktor Frankl, he was actually in a concentration camp back in I think it was, um, yeah, definitely between thirty four and thirty eight, I guess. Um, 
39 to uh, to 45 of course i'm sorry i should i should really know that um so from 1939 uh, to 1945 which was actually the, the second world war and uh, he was part well you know he somehow was part of the genocide uh, against the Jews actually and therefore he was in a concentration camp from the Nazis and uh, he survived it unfortunately eh, unfortunately fortunately he survived it um, which is just great because he just really kind of monitored every thought he was having he just you know kind of just well he just had you know he well he memorized a lot of things that he was thinking about. He analyzed up a lot of things, and one of the things that he's uh, he has analyzed or he has just you know kind of found out is that you gotta have purpose in life. And those people who had some purpose of going through this kind of really tough time in a concentration camp also made it through, because I guess often the case it wasn't actually even though a lot of people died this way because of the showers because of the gas. Um. But uh, the thing with concentration camps was, oh, yeah, I think, you know, in German there are actually two expressions. The one is actually concentration camp and the other is um, work camp, basically. And uh, I think in one of them, I don't actually remember which one of it was, but I think it is just concentration camp in English, so it doesn't matter. Um, and one of them he just had to work just every single day and he was also just talking about this and he's also telling the story about how he got into the concentration camps because I think he was in four different concentration camps I unfortunately to just really be honest I have been listening to uh, the audiobook I've somehow downloaded it for free somewhere I'm really sorry for that because you know I, I, I will never ever do something like this again I will never ever kind of download anything for free that is or this sh should not be for free at least not in terms of the books and, and whatsoever um because i don't know like you know those books that are really not that expensive and whatsoever maybe to have a look i think it's okay but i guess well buying it in the end is just won't do that much harm especially if it's such a great book so to, re to really be honest you know i guess yeah shouldn't do this um but i've been listening to the audiobook of it and it was quite great it was still i think a very old recording to be honest um i've understood quite everything the accent of this person who was actually reading it was uh was not disturbing but well you know you just had to kind of always listen to it like you always had to focus on this accent and but that you know that totally was okay um the thing was, he tells the story again, and I still, you know, I really liked the book, even though I didn't understand all of it, which is just a little bit of a sad thing, because there's so much in it, you know, also in terms of uh, the psychological background, which is actually the case, or actually the reason why I've, why I've read it, because I've seen that a lot of people suggested by by its psychological kind of uh, reasoning, or by its psychological, um, well, uh, background. Um, and also kind of the explanation of logotherapy, um, which is actually kind of the therapeutic or therapeutic um, way he then, I think, treated his... Is it treated? Yeah, treated his patients. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. You know, you should buy it and or listen it through Audible or something, but please don't illegally download it unless... 
it is actually available through some streaming services or something, I guess that's totally fine. I know. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Uh, maybe there are even some platforms where you can do stream certain audiobooks for free. Um, just with some advertising and whatsoever. I don't know. Maybe just look it up if you do not have the money to actually buy books and whatsoever. But but yeah, I'm going ahead. Uh, so what have you always wanted for yourself? Nothing is as important as knowing exactly where your target is located. If you know what you're going after, then you'll find a way to reach it. Don't have a bow and arrow. You can throw a rock at your target. You can run up and punch it. You can you can buy a gun. There is a million ways to get to a destination, but there is only one target. Too often we shoot, a, shoot arrows in the general direction of our desires instead of spending time figuring out how we can live a, live a life that's on target. Stop firing shots before you know where the shots where they should be headed. Are you guilty of firing arrows in a general direction or do you know down to the very tiny dot of the bullseye where you are headed and why? It's not easy, but if you take the time to be clear about what you stand for and where you want to go, then the, cur- the courageous steps will seem simple. Clarity of purpose is everything. And there is another footnote. The article on the top five regrets of the dying can be found here. Uh, which is actually a footnote by the quote itself. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. Well, um, yeah, that's it. That's it with the episode. Unfortunately, just my light went... Why? Not gonna take long until it just turns it... Yeah. But yeah, uh, this is actually it with the episode. And I do really just still feel very sorry about the whole kind of book thing. Um, Don't do this. Really don't do this. Not good. Really not good. But yeah, I wish you the best health of others and success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered, which means your legacy. Because it is totally in your control and it's totally in your hands. And you decide whether whether you're going to be remembered as a good person or as a bad person. You basically decide. And with that being said, I wish you the best and I see you.